1: What's happening, y'all? Oh, what a great episode this is going to be. On to the races. Oh, my y'all, by, let me pull the curtain back. <laughs> no. We need some outtakes. Yes. And you need that what we just had. <laughs> oh, my lanta. We're like five minutes uh-huh. in and had to restart. Not because of anything Elbino did. No. It was the home slice and her, her, I don't know. What do we call northern that? Northern accent. It was a northern accent crossed with a valley girl concept.
0: I'm not, we're not going to put it in a region. Not uh, Being illiterate can be universal. <laughs> it
1: and y'all, she did, I think he did <laughs> He just called you illiterate. Yeah, that's coming from a southerner, let me tell you. We tried twice to get past one word in the text. And both times, God, I I love you, Mona, but you butchered that twice.
0: At this point, we should just have a little beef and be like, please read this scripture. And then we'll give a little break
1: and then we'll come back. Bro, don't put out video this week. Just put out that. He already
0: did that to me once. Why could
1: we have had the camera on her? Can't you just put out the audio to that? Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. I would, no, that's that not a question. That's
2: you know. done that to me before.
1: Oh Lord. So yeah. All right. I'm Hank Meadows, Pastor Mary Baptist Church. This is the mosaic of Mary, and I got my home slice with me, Miss Mona. <laughs> the whole hey girl over there. What and, <laughs> <laughs> and I got Dan, oh, the man on the be- on the board over there, Albino. Yep, yep. Oh goodness gracious. So I'm you not just my face hurts. Well, let. <laughs> I was thinking this anyway. We're going to let Dan read, okay, and you pray. How about that? Good luck, Dan. I am so afraid to get I've never the... been
0: so scared to read in my whole life,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially reason. after I called her illiterate now. I can't now mess up don't mess me. it up.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. Uh.
0: So am I praying? Is that you're going yeah, to pray? yeah Okay. See if you can do that, Mona. <laughs> she might come uh. out with, God,
1: I die. <laughs>
0: All right, you want me to jump in and read? Are we is that we yeah. are we ready? Okay. I, I'm not letting her try we're to name uh, <laughs> the guy again. <laughs> we're in Genesis 39, and we're reading one through six. Yeah, yeah, well, if you can get past the fourth word, I'm working. Oh. All right, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. The, I cannot <laughs> look at you and do this. All right, now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had brought him from the Ishmaelites, who had brought him down down there. Sorry, I got a little too emphatic about my reading there. Uh, The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of the Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him, and he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. From the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him he had no concern about anything but the food he ate.
2: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for laughter, and I thank you that um, as we do this podcast that we can— that you just have blessed us with the friendship and the ministry, and so um, I pray that as we deal with this chapter as much as we are going to be able to today, that um, we would allow your spirit to lead us and guide us, and um, Lord, that this is not just um, a story that was written down, but an actual People that lived in things that that you use to accomplish your purposes, and so I pray that we would be able to um, make sure that we make that clear. So lead us and guide us, I pray, in Jesus' name, Amen.
1: Amen, amen. So you know, Bino called you illiterate. Well, Home Dude apparently don't know his numbers.
2: What? <laughs> Well, the end it of was, six no, is, but it was a good stopping place. No, it was not.
0: Uh, I wanted I to read. Re- yeah, I got I distracted mean, because I was like, yeah, I I, that's me a lot too. of times. I just worry about what I'm eating.
2: I would have stopped <laughs> there too because it goes with the next pair. It's part of the next paragraph. They put
0: in paragraphs.
2: They yeah. should have moved the little seven. Yeah. To. <laughs> You know
0: that's a good how good a friend Moni is. I can call her illiterate, and she stands up for my ability to read.
1: I I appreciate that. Finish it now. Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. (laughs) Glad we got that extra info (laughs) in there. So, hey, what jumps out to you of what you read? And if you were to gaze, cast your eyes upon the rest of the chapter, what phraseology jumps off the page to you? And don't say parvov.
2: <laughs> well, as I was reading this and looking at this this afternoon, um, just the um, number of times that we're told that the Lord was with Joseph, the Lord caused all that he did to succeed, the Lord blessed them because of Joseph, and so the hand of the Lord was on Joseph um, in an obvious way. I mean, I mean, we're we're told that.
0: Uh, for me, it's, it's kind of a, two things that combine there. First of all is the picture of Joseph we get now is very different than, than where we left him um, because in order for all of this to work, he had to be obedient, first of all, to God. But also to the master, and we forget that. That if it was one of us, we'd be like, "Well, I, I don't want to be his servant. I want to be the one in charge." I want, but no, he knew his place, which again shows us growth and change compared to where we left him.
2: Well, and you figure, but I mean, bouncing off of that, where he was the favorite child, and so, and then to be the mm-hmm. servant <clears throat> and have to serve the master, have to serve um, Potiphar. Yeah, then. I mean that is quite a, I mean yeah. that is a humbling change that he had to go through.
1: Okay, Dan, you're totally wrong. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. You're not totally wrong. You're right. But um, the phraseology is the Lord was with Joseph. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, that. But yeah, but that's how he could be that slave mm-hmm. and be obedient because somehow in that trek from wherever they were, and I forget. You remember, he was just. Wandering around Shechem, yeah. apparently. <laughs> and like, then, went oh, well, then went to Dothan. And went to Dothan. So, from Dothan to Egypt, I have no clue how far it is, not even going to act like I do. <laughs> but to be so, I mean, and I was not lying. He probably was put in chains and made to walk oh, yeah, following yeah. some cart or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. Or, or maybe put in some tr- I don't know, something where he crammed up in there. At some point, he gets with God. Right. I'm not I, I'm not saying he wasn't with God back in Daddy's house
2: right
1: He obviously was with God because he had the dreams and God mm-hmm. was speaking to him. Mm-hmm. So okay, you know God was speaking to him so he was with God may not have been very humble about it right right So this humility now comes crashing and crushing down He's on being him. made useful yeah yeah. and so it's breaking down all these things that are not godly, but you hear it in verse two, the Lord's with Joseph. Verse 3, his master saw that the Lord was with him. Mm -hmm. Yes, and he caused all of that to succeed and gave Mm -hmm. him favor. You go to the end of the chapter in verse 21, the Lord was with Joseph, showed him steadfast love, gave him favor. And then at the very end of that, the Lord was with him, and whatever Mm -hmm. he did, the Lord made it succeed. So it's this picture of he went through life in the presence of God Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. far as his life now. Mm -hmm. And so... Isn't that a great truth that we should, you know, grasp and hold on to? Because look at what the presence of God brings to our life, the favor of God. Mm-hmm. Best definition that you can think of of the favor of God?
2: Uh, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know because blessing comes to mind, but I don't want to use that word. Um... <clears throat> Causing But that's not right either I don't know
0: (laughs) I was just going to say And mine's probably wrong Because it came to me Uh, But just That he He sees your heart And your actions And he's pleased with them
1: Yeah But I think you have to use The word God's blessing Now But be careful how you use it Right Old Testament times, a lot of times that meant Mm -hmm. prosperity. Mm -hmm. Right. You you can't get away from that. Yeah. It meant prosperity in the Old Mm -hmm. Testament. View Mm -hmm. in the New Testament, it does not so much. Now it could. Right. But more so, it means God's Holy Spirit is really moving in you and He's blessing you spiritually, which Mm -hmm. is so much more important than financially. Mm -hmm. God can give money to whomever He wants to give money to. Right. He can bless you that way. Right. But when God's favor. I think about writer of Hebrews, Solomon, when he said, you know, when when a man's ways please God, even his enemies are at peace with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the favor of God when God moves in you and is with you right. no matter what. And these were tough times. Mm-hmm. How do you go from being the, the favorite? And we, we sort of had that, that podcast was just fun because we laughed about, you know, bad parenting <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> But that coat stood for something. Right. We didn't really deal with that. That yeah. coat.
2: You, yeah, you mentioned it. The stood it
1: for week. something. Uh-huh. And it was an important coat. Mm-hmm. And then it's taken away. And now he, this guy is stripped of family,
0: mm-hmm.
1: favoritism in mm-hmm. the family, mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. good food. I mean, I keep going yeah, on with yeah. the F's. Mm-hmm. And now what does he have? Right. God. Yeah.
2: And we don't know how much time has passed. Is that no, right? No, we, we don't. I mean, we don't know how no. much time has passed, so we don't know um, what has transpired from—I mean, 39.1 is kind of a summary going back to 37, 30, verse 36, um, but so we don't know how much time has passed in that time, so we don't know all that Joseph went through to get to the point where— um, He was indeed successful on Potiphar's behalf. Um,
1: But there had to be some time. I'm sitting there thinking. Right. Not only do we not know what, you know, we skipped chapter 38. That's just an issue we didn't want to deal with right now. But from the end of 37, we don't know how long it was to the beginning of 39. We don't know how long it was from verse 1 to verse 2. I mean, verse one it says, Potiphar brought him Potter. down, and verse two right. starts talking about that he's successful. Right. and he, So right. there was a period of time, even in that, mm-hmm. that we don't have. Right, right. And then you go on down to verse three, and it says his master saw that all he did. So it's this obedience in the little things, like I mm-hmm. preached about yep. a couple mm-hmm. Sundays ago. It's obedience in the little things before you start getting the big yep. things.
2: Right. Right. And you can, I mean, I can almost imagine, um, however much time that there was there, he was and as, um, a slave and being sold into this household and having, like you said, nothing by God. And so what kind of conversations did he have with mm. God? What kind of, um, revelations did God give to him? Um, as he sat there,
1: I'll hold that. I, and I really can't wait to get to next week's episode, <laughs> so, I, I, because there's some things I want to deal with next week that I didn't. I don't really want to bring up this week, but you just said something. So whatever revelations he was getting, how was Joseph handling them?
2: Right.
1: Think about that. It. Ha- I wasn't gonna go there, but I'm gonna go there. I want to take to i because I got a bunch more for next week, but in 2 Corinthians chapter. What is it uh, In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul writes this, and I have I have got so much for next week, and, and so much for this week too. But Paul says, you know, this is that great passage, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God, not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Listen to this next one. Mm-hmm. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Mm-hmm. Teenage Joseph has these dreams. Right. I'm going to be the big sheep mm-hmm. uh-huh. Not chief, sheaf.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You guys are going to bow down. I'm going to be the big son or whatever. I forget what planet. and mm-hmm. You others are going to, including mom and dad. Y'all are going to bow down. He's in jail. I mean, in a he's going to be in jail, but now he's a slave, yeah. right? Maybe even worse. Yep. And so all these revelations and 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 so when you're in God's presence, that means you're meeting with God. Mm-hmm. How do you handle? That's what I'm asking yes. both of you. How do we handle in life even today when we know this is what God has told us yet we're going through this? How do we juggle those yeah. two things of God, you said this, but what I'm going through is nothing like what you're telling me over here?
2: Mm-hmm. Do you I was look I mean to me and we sort of brought it up maybe. But to me point, it point it really is a great application and picture of Romans eight twenty eight, because I mean we all know that Romans eight twenty eight tells us that, you know God for those who love God, He works all things out for good, and we cling to that. But if you look at Joseph, he still has a lot.
1: We we, we got eleven more chapters before <laughs> he, he says the magic words. Right. You meant it for evil. God meant, God meant, it, meant it for good.
2: good. Right, and so so many times so people will cling to Romans 8:28 and say and there's even a song on the radio right now that I turn off every time it's on because it says if it's not good then God's not done. Mm. And I and you know I've said it over and over again at this mic that it may never get good until we get to heaven. And so for Joseph years and years and years of it not being good. Um how many years was we're going to get to it but so <coughs> Just because we know that God's going to work it for good doesn't mean that it's going to be good right away, and doesn't mean it that
1: it's going to be good tomorrow.
2: <clears throat> right. And so, but but the life of Joseph, I see that as him living that out because though the um, circumstances were not good, God was indeed working all things for good, so that he became more like Him.
1: All right. I'm gonna, here's a rebound question to you, Dan. All right. <laughs> how do we how do we handle it? And what do we do when in the midst of that process, things aren't good? I don't care. Let me set it up. I don't care that he was in charge. He's still a slave. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. How do we handle those times when we've got a word from God? Okay, I got you. Romans 8.28 is in the Bible. But right now, Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in the words of Bon Jovi, I'm living on a prayer. Well,
0: so a couple of days. First of all, it, that's what you do. Yeah. You live on that. You you continue to pray. You continue to pray. But it, it's it's again that. And, and like I said, we don't know the time frame here. We don't know how 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 long before this happened. But like, it, so often we want to get out of that pit quick. And I don't think he would have been successful. I don't think he would have had God's favor. If he had been granted that, if he had, if if all of a sudden his situation, oh, you got sent back home, and all of a sudden everything's back to normal, then you're looking at the same Braddy Joseph that we talked about to start with. But I think when you're in those valleys, what you look for is those little it's like breadcrumbs that that little whisper that says, "I'm still with you, I'm still with you, I'm still with you." And as you're doing that, you're you're growing in obedience because you say, "Okay, that's all I got to hold on to. That's the only thing I'm going to follow. Nothing else." And so I think that's what it is. I think you stay in prayer. I think you hold hold to those breadcrumbs that he gives you, and then
1: I think you you're obedient to it. Well, I just had a great thought while you were talking because sure. anyway. I never had this thought. All right, we know what's going to happen. Um, Potiphar's wife comes on to him. Mm. Joseph says no. By the way, it's a whole sermon about that. Joseph says his word. How can I sin against God? He didn't say how could I sin against um, Potiphar, right? How could I sin against you? He said, how could I sin against God? Reminds me of David. When David said, yeah. against you and you alone, God, have I sinned. Mm-hmm. Because the only perfect one is God. So the only person you could sin against is ever is God. I don't care what else you do. You can hurt others. But do you think the reason God allowed that to happen? He had learned all he could learn in Potiphar's house. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now the fire had to be turned yep. up another knowledge. Yes.
2: Yep. Time to go. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, I've never had that thought that he, everything that he needed to understand in mm-hmm. part, because yes, I know I said just a minute ago and some people are going to think I'm talking both sides of my mouth, but I'm not. He was still a slave, but he was a head dog yeah, in right. yeah. the slave. So I yeah. mean, life might within, not Within that
0: range, he yeah, was as he high was as he, was he could the, get. As yeah. high as
1: you could get. And yeah. he was sort of calling shots. Right. And it's almost like God just says, because I, you said something that made me think about this. Suppose he had just been moved up into yep. the governmental. Mm-hmm. I think, not trying to read in, but I think right. we could draw out. He would have went right back to the same oh, Braddy yeah. Joseph. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, dreams are right. Look at there. There yep. was no. There was more humility. Homeboy had to mm-hmm. learn. Right, right. There was more devastation in his life. He had to mm-hmm. walk through.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The question is, and this is why that phraseology in this chapter is so important. When the lights go out in life and darkness seems to overwhelm you, what do you do?
2: Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you have to, you have to cling to what you know about God, which is why it's so important to know God, because when you don't know God, then you don't have anything to cling to.
0: Well, you, well, I'm going to disagree because that's, <laughs> I'm sassy today. <laughs> No, you do cling to something. You cling to your feelings.
2: Well, right, but you and, don't have God to cling to. Yeah,
0: you. right. And, and that—that's—that's that's the thing. Is—is is so often when we don't have that, it, like if we we don't know God, we don't know His promises. We don't know, you know, we're not in His Word. Then of course it seems hopeless because we we and we talked about this a while back. We start looking with our our limited perspective rather than His eternal perspective. It, yeah, it, you start you start holding on to your feelings You're going down a dangerous right. path real quick Right How do you do that, though?
1: Somebody give me a verse
2: I, um, you know Yes, you know it. it No
1: <laughs> Think of the smartest man to ever live
2: Well, that would be Solomon So I don't know what you're
1: What do you do when you don't know what to do? You feel like you're in darkness and you cannot rely on your feelings.
2: Then, I mean...
1: Proverbs.
2: Three, five,
0: and six. Thank you. I was going a different direction. Uh That was
2: not what I had in mind.
1: Okay, good. What do you have in mind? Now I gotta find it. Hold on. Okay. So, well, in the Proverbs Proverbs
2: 3, 5, and 6 says, um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. Your own what?
1: Don't lean on what?
2: Your own understanding.
1: Basically, your feelings in Mm -hmm. a sense. Mm -hmm. Even when it seems like I'm leaning on this wall, I don't Mm -hmm. can't see it, but I know it's there. And then what?
2: Well, and it says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your straight paths.
1: What does it not say? No, say what you're gonna say. You got your little finger. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: That's okay. It's because that acknowledge is holding on to what you know about God.
1: Yeah. Okay, mine was not quite that. Uh... No, <laughs> it was close. close. A just can't Hold on, because in it, it does not say. In all your good ways, acknowledge Him. Mm-hmm. In all your good moments, acknowledge mm-hmm. Him. In all your 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 times of 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 financial success, honor Him. In all your times of of great worship, honor Him. In all your ways, right. Even when you're in the midst of darkness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: now I'm going back to the other side of my mouth. <laughs> Even though he was the head honcho slave, he was still a slave, mm-hmm. right. And we're going to see what happens. The master doesn't even ask him for his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Right.
1: But I think the master might have just thought he might have been innocent. Mm. Because the master could have killed him.
2: Mm-hmm. True. Yep. He was a slave. Yep.
1: He was his property. Yeah. Yep. What were you going to uh, do? I was going 1-7. On Fear the Lord's beginning of
2: knowledge. I did think of that,
1: too. Yeah. 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 Well, it, 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 All that work, God was with Joseph. Oh, my lanta. Check this out. Go to Acts, Acts chapter 7, verse 9. Look at what old old buddy Stephen said about this passage. Acts 7, 9. You should really underline that in your Bible.
2: (laughs) And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt, Hmm. but God was with him and rescued him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household.
1: There's a lot about that. They Mm -hmm. called these 12 brothers patriarchs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We would call them just scumbags. Yeah.
2: Well, because they were the patriarch. I mean, they became... The twelve tries
1: of but let's just be honest.
2: But yes, we, and, and we talked ba- about based life. on previous conversation. Yeah. yeah,
1: but you can never just get one. You have to get every yes, biblical absolutely picture of the Bible. Right. If I was to say when I say Lot,
2: well, I was just gonna say that. I literally was
1: just
2: gonna say that. Such as Lot, who is called righteous in the New Testament, but you would never call him righteous. The last time like, we see <laughs> the Old Testament, <laughs> right. not so much.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean. Yes, bro. I literally was
2: going to say Lot,
1: but yet we get over, and he's yeah. called righteous Lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Noah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Last time we see Noah in the Old Testament, he's drunk and yep. naked, and mm-hmm. whatever happens in that. <laughs> place. Not exactly
0: a respectable picture of him. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yet we we read over in Second Peter chapter two verse five that he was a herald of righteousness. Right. Mm-hmm. right. We see these brothers, and we're going. I mean, let's go, I said, I think last week, Judah, the lineage of Jesus, and Judah was yep. one of the main ones trying to kill him. Right. I guess. I don't, I, I think it was. Yeah, I know he didn't like him, but they're, they call called patriarchs. hmm Yep. You know, there's a, and I said a lot since I read it, and I, I read Adrian Rogers, a quote from him basically says it, never forget in the dark. Yeah. What you learned in the mm-hmm. light. Right. You can't. Right. Anybody that tells you, oh, you come to Jesus, it's all a bed of roses. That's a lie. Right. It's not. Right. No. Matter of fact, it it th- this thing called the Christian life is impossible. Mm-hmm. It is so impossible that it took God of all creation, step out of heaven, robe himself in flesh and blood, live it out right. for us all to see, wait, that's not the end of the story. <laughs> Die, rise again, mm-hmm. go to heaven, send his Holy Spirit to then live inside of us so that we could. Uh, uh, because our flesh is so, flesh is not stronger. Ooh, I'm about to get on some thin ice here. <laughs> flesh is not stronger than him, but so often we choose it. Oh, yeah. 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 With God living inside of us. Mm-hmm. That's how impossible this thing called the Christian life yeah. is. He didn't have it. We're we're gonna go a little extra. Okay. He didn't have it yet. So what? God has to seemingly break him even more. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yep. Yeah.
1: Do you? Can I just? I want. I guess we'll end with this. Okay. All right. I, this came to me today. I found it today. Is there a verse in the Bible that says exactly what I just said? Don't forget in the dark what you learn in the light. I don't know. Wouldn't it be great if that was a biblical verse? I was about was, say if he's asking, the answer is yes. I know Mona, come on. Listen this,
2: because that's not what I thought Isaiah you were. fifty mm-hmm.
1: verse ten. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys the voice of his servant? Let him who walks in darkness and has mm-hmm. no light trust mm-hmm. in the name of the Lord mm-hmm. and rely on his God. Mm. Yeah. Can I just make this statement to you and to you? I've been at this thing since I was 27. Really hard. Mm-hmm. I never remember reading that verse. <laughs> I've read through the Bible dozens upon dozens of yep. times. Right. There it is. There it is. Whatever you want to say about Joseph, the brother was in darkness because he was oh, a yeah. slave. Mm-hmm. And the... Why was the enemy still after him?
0: So he was a threat.
1: Why? He's a slave.
0: Because that's not how God's economy works. But this dude's a slave in the house of Potiphar. Yeah.
1: Or as Moses said, He Potiphar. Won't
0: always be, be a slave. <laughs> he won't always be under Potiphar. <laughs> did,
1: did the enemy know that? He's not omniscient.
2: No, right. No. But... Come on,
1: come on, <laughs> go where I think you're going. Come on.
2: I mean, but the enemy would would be able to see and know that Joseph is beginning to tr- con- is continuing to trust God, beginning to trust Him more. He's his favor. Come on,
1: come on, come on, right. come on. And I don't
2: know.
1: he would have known from the dreams, yeah, uh, there was something uh, about this boy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. This is all just coming to me right now. So the enemy attacks Joseph. Mm-hmm. God allow it?
2: Yes. Obviously. Right. Why? Two. Come on, we're
1: going, we're closing it up, I promise. <laughs> it, it's right for you. I'm not all trying right. to trick you. All Why right. did God allow it?
2: So that he could... Um, Ha, live out his purposes so he could carry out his purpose for what was going to happen not just to Joseph but to his people that um I think we said last week that you know I mean God already told Abraham way back here that they were going to be slaves uh-huh. for 400 years yeah. and so that,
1: that that's the underlying current there, right
2: and so that he's taking his people to Egypt he's getting his people to Egypt but he's also working this work in Joseph <laughs> You should have had the camera on
1: him today, uh, uh, Yes. <laughs> oh my, can I ask this question? Yeah. Uh, Was Joseph not a picture of what would happen to God's people, too?
2: Yeah.
1: He had to get them there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that they would have right. to look to him more, too.
2: Right.
1: Yep. I just thought I, I would have to figure it out. In my. But here's what I wanted you to say. <laughs> Because he was working out Romans eight twenty eight before mm-hmm. it was ever written. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so God allowed it. And, and God, what you said a little while ago, God said, okay, I've, I've knocked off everything I can in this house. I got to yep. get you to that place mm-hmm. where I can do a, a deeper,
2: mm-hmm. harder, yep.
1: probably longer work mm-hmm. in you that you can't get in this house because mm-hmm. you to the head honcho. Now, he becomes the head of the prison too, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But it's now he's in jail. Right. Yep. God never stops working. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my big thought, and then you give me yours. Right. If you are in the deepest, darkest night of your life, here's a truth to hold on to. God is probably doing his biggest, greatest, and highest work in your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to follow that one. No, but it's connected to yours and mine. Is just when when you're in that same situation, if you want to see what he's doing, if you want to see the purpose, um, think about what you're asking. Are you asking when God? When is this going to be removed from me? When am I going to get out of this valley? When is this going? To happen? Or are you saying God? What are you trying to do right now? What are you? Well, what are you doing right now? And and why? And how can it be used for your glory? But so often we get stuck on the wind. When is this going to be over? When can I move out of this? Every you know, time in scripture, out.
1: somebody seems to answer when, God says, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Paul said, I pleaded three times to right. take this thing from me, and God says, "Yep, my strength is made perfect right. in your weakness. Yep. When the, oh, the when the altars under the throne in the book of Revelation say, how long, Oh Lord? Yep. He goes, just hold on. Mm-hmm. When my will is accomplished, that's sort of Meadows loose yeah, translation. Yeah. There, yeah. He said, when my will is yep. accomplished, we'll be good. On his time. Yeah. You just hold on. Right. You stay the course. Learn what I'm teaching you. Mm-hmm. You we learn in the fields of pain.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. We rarely learn on top of the mountain. We learn yeah, we learn in the fields yeah. of pain. Not in the mountains of sunshine. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, so I was gonna say on the other flip side of that, if you're not in a dark place right now, if you're not in the midst of difficulties, then learn everything you can about God because otherwise you won't have anything to cling to. Um, And so learn, otherwise you'll be one of those people that we all know and know that it happens, that when things, events and circumstances of their life turn bad, then they turn away from God.
1: Mm -hmm. You know why they do that?
2: Because they expect God to do only good things for them. Mm -hmm. And and expect God to only give them the good things that they desire. And so, only when you know God are you able to not turn away from Him when bad things come.
1: And yes, absolutely. But it's also because their faith is so shallow.
2: Right. I, was about
0: to say, I had a sassy thought. I was like, because they already turned away from God. They just yeah. didn't notice it until right. they got in the battle. I've, I've yeah. used it
1: for my mom. She teaches, she works with the kids, and she's been working with the kids at Sam Harris Mobile Baptist Church for. Goodness gracious. I don't mm-hmm. know. She loves teaching this one song, deep and wide. Oh, yeah, wild. yeah. There's a river flowing deep and wide. Most Christians today, shallow and small. Yeah. Yep. Shallow and small. Mm-hmm. That's what their faith would be. I got it right the time. Most of them I say <laughs> that wrong. But it's not deep, it's shallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not wide, it's small.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And you have to, I'm telling you, this, whatever happened on that, in that caravan. Mm -hmm. That has to be the start of where the light switched. Not saying he didn't already have God and believe in but God became real when God Mm -hmm. became only thing he had. Oh, Mm. what a
2: fault. Absolutely.
1: My lady, I hate to see this. right there. I was about to say. (laughs) All right. So let's pray. Father, it's in those valleys of decision and valleys of darkness, God, when you... Do your best work. So, God, we thank you for the lessons of of Joseph and how God, He shows us to live when the chips are down, when we are not where we think we should be or doing what we think we should be doing. We're called to minister where we're placed. If that's in the slave market, if that's in a prison, if that's in a church, if that's in a field, wherever and that's really one lesson we draw from joseph and we just have to trust you in that god we just love you and thank you so much for who you are in the name of jesus amen, amen. hey i'm hank meadows pastor of mary Baptist church man this has been fun today y'all i got my home slice with me miss mona hey, hey. i got my main man dan with me on the bean of the board over there and um see you guys next time bye y'all 13 weeks of christmas